Okay. Good evening, beloved. Happy New Year to everyone who's listening to us online. Happy 2021 uh, to everyone. Uh, I have a fantastic word today. And uh, it's not really a word of the year. Uh, it's something that you've seen all of the whole year of last year. Uh, and that is each one of you, when I hear your testimonies, I've just seen you uh, and any, any way that you're glorifying the father, you're literally just talking about his faithfulness in your life. Okay, and uh, you saw his faithfulness, like in the midst of Corona all around you, it didn't touch you. Uh, even if things came knocking on your door, you overcame it, you know, and God just showed you his faithfulness. And uh, the father showed you his son in you. Okay, um, so today's word is uh, resting in his faithfulness. Okay, for those who are listening to us online, I've put a little link below the video and if you click on the link it opens up to a pdf file and you'll get all the scripture references that i'm sharing today um uh, okay so i want to begin by reading by reading psalm 23 so i haven't put it there but you can quickly just open to psalm 23 uh for those who don't have it i'm just going to read it for you okay so this is in the old testament in the old covenant okay and this is david david has isn't a son as yet his relationship is is, is God and man, okay? And still, look at David's prayer, okay, to God. He says, it begins with, the Lord is my shepherd or my father, okay? I shall not want. He makes me lie down and I want you to pictureize everything that I'm saying. If some of you want to close your eyes and just visualize it, just do that. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my father. I shall not want. I shall not be in any type of lack. My father makes me lie down in green pastures. My father leads me besides the still waters. My father restores my soul. My father leads me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, not of death, but the shadow of death, something that looks like death, I will fear no evil, for my father is with me. Today, your father is in you. My father's rod and my father's staff, they comfort me. How would the father's rod and the father's staff comfort them? Is the, the father's rod is racking away everything that is, that is of the enemy around you. And his staff is the one that leads you. Okay? My father prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. My father, my father anoints my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. My father will make sure that surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of my father forever. I will dwell in the house of my father forever. Okay? The minute you became a son, that dwelling place is you're back in your father's house. You're in Christ. And when you're in Christ, that's your dwelling. Okay? So today I'm going to begin with, uh, so now let's get into the notes. <clears throat> I want to take this word, verse, okay? It's in 2 Timothy, uh, verse, uh, chapter 2, verse 13. If we are faithless, he remains faithful. Okay, I've taken the amplified, I think. He remains faithful. He remains true to his word and his righteous character. 
for he cannot deny himself. So I'm reading that verse again. If we are faithless, that means, and I've broken down the words. I've taken the word what in uh, what in Greek that word faithless means. What in Greek that word faithful means, and then what in Greek it means to deny oneself. Okay, and I'm just expanding that one one uh, scripture to you today, and then we we'll go deeper into it. If we are faithless, that word faithless means unbelieving. Okay, if we are faithless, he remains faithful. True to his word, to his righteous character, for he cannot deny himself. Okay, now I'm quickly going to read Psalm 138 verse 2 and then I'll bring it all home. I will bow down in worship towards your holy temple and give thanks to your name for your loving kindness, your grace, your haset and your truth. For you have magnified your word. Now in some translations it says you have magnified your word above your name. But when you read that in Hebrew, it, it puts them in parallel to each other. So this would be the right translation. You have magnified your word together with your name. That means God's word and God's name are one. Okay, now if God's word and God's name are one, and now I am one with Christ. So I am one with his word. And even as I rest, you, I will see that word in me work on my behalf and that word is getting everything done in me okay the minute you became a born again each of you hearing okay the minute you said jesus come into my life you came back home to your father okay you became one with him god pulled you out of darkness out of one realm and then you entered the house where david says i will dwell in the house of the lord forever you came back home to your father you came back it's like the children of israel coming out of bondage coming out of this world and coming into the promised land. And that promised land is called the land of rest. That means you came into his rest. Remember I talked about, uh, for those who are hearing, uh, I've spoken about how we're living by his faith. But today I'm taking it forward and saying that the minute you enter that rest, do you know that everything about your life, you're feeding off his faithfulness. And now even as you learn to rest, it's that place where you see his faithfulness go and do all things for you. And it's a rest even for your faith. That's why he says, when I am faithless, and then he remains faithful. Even if you forget you're a son, the father doesn't forget who you are to him. And you'll see that word work on your behalf. And I've seen that in so many times in my life, but I've seen the, I've seen who I am. My mind catches up later to who I am. I, I see the fruit first sometimes. And then I wake up to my identity. Okay, and I'm, I'm learning that every time I'm living off his faithfulness, I think it's my faith. And then I realize it's not my faith, it's all him in me. And it's his faith and that's why it's his faithfulness. I see his faithfulness go on, on my behalf. And then I learn to rest and I learn to let go because now it's such a rest knowing that I'm, I'm feeding off his faithfulness. His faithfulness in all areas of my life. His faithfulness, you know, all the testimonies that we heard of someone getting saved and someone, everything shifting in their lives. And all that they saw was their feeding of his faithfulness to his word. Okay, so let me read that. <clears throat> when I am faithless, he remains faithful because he cannot deny himself. Okay, uh, so now that word faithless, what does it mean to be faithless? When I am faithless, he remains faithful. It means to disbelieve, refuse to believe. It means, I've just highlighted and read everything that it means in Greek. Refuse to be persuaded by God. 
refuse to honor a trust or a revelation from God. It reveals a person is unconvinced when they should be persuaded by what the Lord has done. Okay. In other words, do you know what the uh, do you know what the faithlessness in us is today? It's not about the word. It's about who you are. Because everything that the word is doing today for a son is simply revealing who I am. For example, for example, I'll go in a situation and then it'll show me that I am the light. And so if there's anyone hiding anything with me, it just gets exposed because I am the truth. And the word in me is doing what it's supposed to do. And then later my mind catches up, wow, I am the light, I am the truth. And I see that outworking. So every time I look at the word, it's, I don't have to cling on and it's not holding on. It's simply revealing who I am and now it's a position of resting in that position of it telling, showing me who I am. Okay. And so faith to, when I am faithless, it literally means when I have forgotten that I'm a son, he remains faithful. He knows who I am and he knows he's one with me. And I see his faithfulness go at work. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> so look at the word I've coming down. What is the word? Uh, so the, the word faithless, okay, it comes from this epis, epistio. It literally means to disbelieve, disbelieve who I am, okay? And the word faithful means pistos, which means faithful. It means trustworthy. It means someone who is believing. So when I am faithless, when I am disbelieving, he remains believing. He remains believing. He's one with you and he is believing. You've given up but he's not given up in you and he's the one who's going ahead. And now you're learning to rest. That's why Jesus said, when the man came and said, your, you know, your disciples couldn't cast out this demon. And then he said, oh, faithless generation. And then he looks at him and says, but all things are possible with me. He is the believing one. Everyone, everything is possible to him who believes. And he's talking about him. But, it, uh, you know, whenever you read the gospels, it's still Jesus outside and the disciples. Okay, and that's what I remember in that whole series on faith, they, it, it was dependent on their faith to get something. They were latching on and trying to get it and every time he acknowledged their faith. And then we saw on the Sabbath, all the miracles, there was no acknowledgement of faith because it was his faith working on their behalf. Similarly, when you enter the kingdom, do you know that now it's a rest for you that you will live off his faithfulness? You will see his promises becoming yes and amen in that place of rest because he is faithful to his promises in you. And even as you learn to rest, you'll see all of them just becoming yes and amen. That's why rest is so important. Rest is a habitation that you've come into. That's why you entered that home, entered the father. Okay. And that's why I tell you in any problem, whatever it is, don't forget that you're a son. Just learn to rest. Even if you forget you're a son, he doesn't forget who you are. He'll bring you back to that position. Okay. He'll bring you back to reminding you who you are. The word faithful means believing, okay? It means <clears throat> faithful. It means, I'm just reading some, uh, uh, you know, notes that I've made there, put down some verses. It means one who kept his plighted faith, worthy of trust, that can be relied on, that can be relied on. Someone easily persuaded, confiding, trusting, one who trusts in God's promises. One who is true, who is believing. Okay. Okay. So, so let's read that again. When I am faithless, when I'm unbelieving, you remain believing in me. Okay. Because he cannot deny himself. So 
now let's look at what deny himself means deny himself means he cannot say no or he cannot contradict who he is it means he can't be double minded about who he is he is who he is we talked about how i took the first scripture and i showed you god's word and god's name is one who who he is and the word his name are one okay so he's saying when you are faithless i remain faithful because i cannot deny himself i cannot deny myself because if the word says it is it is who i am i cannot deny it it is who i am for example superman can say he can't fly and he can just say it but it's not who he is superman can fly it's almost like who he is and what it is saying is one and so when you're reading the word we are not reading the word to become you'll find it a labor when you're trying to become it that's where you feel like oh i'm claiming the promises and i'm doing but nothing is happening and then you it's not a position of claiming if you're claiming then you're working and that's why you feel the weight on your shoulders like i'm doing so much and then when you are faithless and you've given up and then you still see his faithfulness go at work and then you realize it was not your faith anyways your faith died it's all his faithfulness and then you learn to rest and you see his faithfulness going on your behalf because some people can make faith a work some people make rest a work the israelites make rest a work the sabbath was a day of rest and then they made it a work and so people trying to rest one oh, trying no 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 it's not a try it's a rest is like a and the bible says labor to rest it's labor to not do anything i told you you know and this is so evident for me it was alive in my life when my hair was all falling for a girl it's so important okay hair i know it's for guys also but for women i just feel it's more and uh, i was trying to buck up my revelation and i was trying to get there and and that's my and that's the labor and i felt faith was a work because i was trying from here i'm trying to get there and literally even for him when he told me to rest it meant don't worry he was telling me that stop worrying about this and the minute i forgot about that problem i stopped worrying about it that was rest i saw that word become a light that says his resurrection life will give life to your mortal body that word that says if christ lives in you you are dead okay and now that life in you that resurrection life is giving life to your mortal body even as i became carefree i saw that word go at work i saw his faithfulness go at work in me even as i stopped worrying about it it's your feeding off his faithfulness you're resting in his faithfulness and so what happens is if any time something comes we try to catch it catch the problem and that's when you learn to let go and you'll watch his faithfulness working on your behalf it's a place of rest and so he says when you are faithless it's okay i remain faithful in you because i'm one with you and then he goes on to say i cannot deny myself because when i see the word is showing me who i am i'm not trying to become it it's simply showing me who i am that means the word and his name are one he cannot deny himself do you know now you and the word are one even if you don't believe it it is true even if you don't believe you are the light you are the light even if you don't believe you are the way you are the way even if you don't believe it's not in your nature to fall sick and you see symptoms but that is the truth he cannot deny himself he is one with you and that's i love it sometimes i tell people stop praying because when they don't pray they'll still see everything get fixed 
and then you realize your feeling of his faithfulness it was never about your prayer you became one with him and too bad now your father your whole life is a finished work jesus when you read the gospels his whole life is a finished work and now you're one with the same son your whole life is a finished work everything about your life is sorted even the 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 supper was already prepared he's walking in a way that was already made and paved out by the father for him that's why the bible says we walked in the good works that are prepared beforehand for us to finish your son the, the greatest inheritance that you have is that you get to have a father the same father as jesus and now do you think he's going to be any different to you than what he is to jesus you're one with him so everything about your life is is tailor made is already done and that's why you learn to rest you learn to rest you will even as you rest you see his faithfulness go at your and work on your behalf okay because he can't deny himself now let's look at uh, <clears throat> so the word deny literally means i'm quickly going to read that okay um to deny himself to prove false to himself act entirely unlike himself to not accept to reject to refuse something offered to contradict himself okay that's why you know why i tell you to read the i am verses i am it's not to become it's not scripture affirmations or whatever you're reading out it's actually who you are and the more you start reading it who you are and simply you're not becoming it you are it even if you don't believe it's still who you are it and you're realizing as you're as you're reading it as you're reading it that's why i say enough we we read it is we read it and we believe it is because who we are apart from what we see it's who you are that means when i took on the identity of i can't lose anything i began to lose all things and i didn't let anything telling me to deny myself that means oh to contradict i'm looking at it oh i'm contradicting now oh i'm losing things so i change it no 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 it's who i am and i cannot deny myself it is who i am because the word says so that's my position and then you see everything coming to that position the minute you take on an identity everything comes to test that identity that word in you gets tested through a trial okay and that's when you hold your position so rejoice when you enter a trial great i'm learning something about my identity okay is god sending a trial no trials will come it tests that that word gets tested in you and everything that has to be has to be shaken will fall but because for a son there is no trial the more you wake up that you're a son you will sleep in the storm at one time it was a storm at another time in your life doesn't matter it's a storm because you've overcome it okay i share something amazing that happened and i share it two weeks later but i saw something oh and everything that need, needed to be shaken and to fall off fell off but i i loved it and i i went through it because i i was making a new color i wanted to see what i'm learning what am i seeing about my identity who i am okay and i was walking through it um so i cannot so he can't deny himself that means when you are faithless he remains faithful because you may not believe you may not believe in the situation but guess what i am faithful i cannot but deny who i am because it is who i am that's what he's saying okay now look at Psalm eighty-nine, verse fourteen. Righteousness and justice. This is in Psalms. Are the foundation of your throne. Love and faithfulness go before you. Righteousness and justice are the foundation. Another word for that in Hebrew, the foundation means righteousness and justice are my dwelling place, my habitation. 
righteousness and justice is where you live. You came out of this kingdom and you, he plonked you in a kingdom, in a home, where now righteousness and justice is your home, is your dwelling. And guess what from that place, what else is there for you? And love and faithfulness go before me. His love and his faithfulness goes before me. You will see the father's faithfulness. It says that Jesus, okay, when he went on the cross, when he died, it was the father who raised him up and seated him at the right hand of the father, right hand of God. It was the father that raised him up. Okay, you're feeding off your father's faithfulness. Okay, you enter the faithfulness. It's like you entered a bubble. You entered a kingdom. You enter your dwelling place is in Christ and now it's like a realm that you live in. And guess what that realm is? You're living in his faithfulness. And sometimes even as I get anxious of things and you know, even as I just, you know, sometimes it's not even been fixed. The problem hasn't been fixed. And then I just see, I see his faithfulness work on my behalf. And I realize, wow, that I'm so fathered. I see that I'm a son. And I see that his faithfulness is going ahead. That even when I've forgotten I'm a son, he hasn't forgotten who I am to him. And that's what most of your testimonies are. Okay, and then yes, he trains me and he teaches me. But so many times in my life, I've seen that. His faithfulness go and work on my behalf. I've seen that word just become alive in me. Okay, now look at this. <clears throat> I want to read. Uh... Okay, righteousness and justice are the dwelling place, habitation of your throne. Love and faithfulness, they go before me. Psalm 91, beautiful Psalm. Such a promiseful Psalm of position. Okay, why am I reading this Psalm again? I've done this before, okay? Because this is all about his faithfulness, the Psalm. This is about your position and my position that we're living in a realm of his faithfulness. It's a rest, it's a rest. It's, you're plonking yourself in, okay? Now see this, Psalm 91. He who dwells, that word dwells in Greek, in Hebrew, it means he who sits. He who sits. Another word for that is he who remains or calms himself down. Okay? He who, another word for that, that same word in Hebrew is he who marries. He who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. I told you it's a marriage. It's a marriage. You, you, when two people come together, they call it becoming one. And that's where a baby comes from, right? He who dwells, he who marries, he who sits, he who remains in the secret place of the Most High. That is your and my position. He will remain secure and rest in the shadow of the Almighty whose power no enemy can withstand. Your rest is the most dangerous thing to the darkness. Your rest. That's why it is the most holy thing you can do is hold your rest. Hold your position of rest. That's where you see the greatest miracles happen. In your rest. When everything tells you to get out of your rest. That's why the devil agitates you to pull you out of rest. To go and do something. To go and fix it. To go and, and that's when you hold yourself in that position. There's nothing to fight. There's nothing to fix. That's when you'll have the crazy miracles. You'll see. Because now, guess what you're doing? In his rest, you're seeing his faithfulness go and work on your behalf. That's what happens. Okay? 
He who dwells, that means sits, holds his position in the secret place of the Most High, remains secure and rests in the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no enemy can withstand. Now this is your position in that place. Guess what you're saying? I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and He is my fortress. My God in whom I trust with great confidence and whom I rely on. For He will save you from the trap of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you and completely protect you with His pinions, that means His feathers. And under His wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a wall. His faithfulness is a shield. In the Old Testament, it says God's glory was like a fire, like a wall for all of Israel. His faithfulness is a shield for you, okay, and a wall for you, okay? He will cover you and completely protect you with his pinions, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a wall. You will not be afraid of the terror of night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor of the destruction, sudden death that lays waste at noon. Look at these promises. These promises are very rich. It's talking about there will be no accidents in your life. Oh, someone died with a car road accident and why did this happen? Why did that happen? I don't care why that happened to them. You're a son. You're one with him. You're in his rest. Hold your rest. Remain. Sit in that place of rest. Okay? Nor, nor the pestilence that stops in darkness, nor the destruction. Sudden death that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but danger will not come near you. You will only be a spectator as you look with your eyes and witness the divine repayment of the wicked as you watch safely from the shelter of the Most High. Because you have made the Lord who is my refuge. You have made the Lord who is your rest. Even the Most High, your dwelling place, my place of rest. Okay? No evil shall befall you. Nor will any plague come near your tent. No evil shall befall you. It says no evil can touch my rest. The devil cannot touch your rest. That's why it's the most holiest thing you can do is labor to rest. It means not do anything. Labor to remind yourself you're a son. Okay? For he will command his angels in regard to you to protect and defend and guard you in all your ways of obedience and service. They will lift you up in their hands so that you do not even strike your foot against a stone. You will tread upon the lion and the cobra. The young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will save him. I will set him securely on high because he knows my name. That means he confidently trusts and relies on me knowing I will never abandon him. No, never. He will call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and I will, I, I will let him see my salvation. I will let him see my salvation. Okay? This entire psalm begins, he who sits in the secret place of the Most High. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High. I'm telling each one of you, you will learn to feed off his faithfulness and the way to feed off his faithfulness is by resting what is rest 
stop worrying about the very thing that you're worrying so much because you are fathered i did that whole series on you know why we don't worry you you worry because you don't think there's someone over you and the more you give that worry away don't catch everything that comes your way symptom came start running up you're resting you will see his faithfulness now whether his faithfulness looks like going to the doctor to one person whether his faithfulness looks like calling up the one person and something or something just came about and it got fixed it got fixed feeding off his faithfulness you're learning to rest resting that your life is very different from the person next to you they're not a son but you are a son i saw this on my whole trip that i had your position is so different who you are is so different your inheritance is so different and even sometimes i forget i saw his faithfulness and then his faithfulness simply reminded me who i am and it got me back on track like oh i'm a son i'm a son i don't need to act like the world does or react like the world does in certain things if they hear certain things you know it reminded me who i am and now i'm realizing that i'm it's such a rest to know that i'm living off his faithfulness that i will see it's in that place where i'm seeing him being faithful and making all the promises yes and amen in my life and i learn to rest it's not claiming you 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 realize you're so fathered and it's all him in you it's the son in you and the more you're just not comparing yourself with others and not having your timelines and not worrying about things and you know everything and you're just enjoying that journey you you're feeding off his faithfulness okay um let me read uh, a few other verses down okay romans 12:19 beloved never avenge yourselves but leave the way open for god's wrath for his judicial righteousness for it is written in scripture vengeance is mine i will repay it says the lord again this is talking about don't go and try and go and fix it or don't go and try and give back to something live of my faithfulness see me do something on your behalf okay 2 Corinthians 120 For all the promises of God I've taken I think it's one version where I really liked it it matched the the Greek okay so I took that For all the promises of God find their yes in him find their yes in him in him is that place of rest okay so all the promises of God find their rest in him that is why it is through him that we enter our amen to God for his glory You know it's in this place of rest that you see all the promises of God they find their yes and amen We have a testimony of somebody's whole family getting saved and everything getting just and it wasn't a prayer thing it was not like this person was praying every day This person even as this person was just has has started to just learn to rest as like yeah I'm so I'm a son. I'm so fathered. My whole life, I'm just enjoying and just anything that is just coming their way. They're just uh, you know being a, a life-giving spirit to somebody. And even in that place, something else shifted. And she saw the promises of the household getting saved become yes and amen for her. And it was in a place of rest that all of the promises and all of his faithfulness, she's getting to see it in his life, in her life. Okay, resting. in his faithfulness so don't every time i told you the devil makes you look at your faith the devil points it out it's not your faith your faith died at the cross now the minute you enter the kingdom you're living of his faithfulness 
his faith. It's all him doing it in you. And you can learn to take a back seat. That's what resting is. And see, watch him do everything in you and through you. You see his faithfulness go on your behalf like, like a fire. Just going and just getting it all done for you. Feeding off his faithfulness. So that entire psalm of Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, the Lord is my father. I shall not be lacking. He makes me lie down. He, he restores my soul. He goes ahead. He's preparing the table before me in the presence of end. He is doing everything. David is just boasting about uh, God's faithfulness in his life. And now, how much more for you, the son, you've come into the kingdom now. You've become one with the very person that David was talking about. How much more greater are our position? Okay? You're one with the word. So like I said, Jesus and the word are one. Now you and the word are one. You will see that word in you play out for you. You will see it. So sometimes because you're the word, so everywhere you're going, you're the word going. It's the word going. It's the word doing everything. The word cannot deny himself because it is the word. No matter how much I don't want to believe, I can't lose. I tell people, try losing. It'll come back to you because it's in your nature to get everything back. Then when you get it back, give it. Do whatever because it will have to come back because you can't deny yourself because you are a son. It's not in your nature to fall sick. Try falling sick. You'll get healed. It's in your nature. Resurrection life is in you. Okay? It's like no matter what you do, everything will come and work out for your good. That's the inheritance of a son. Now, questions come. But it didn't happen in this person's life. It didn't happen in this person's life. Don't look to your right and your left. I really don't live my life by pointing why it happened to that, why it happened to this. I just don't allow the devil to do that to me. I am here because this is my path and whether some got it easy, some got it different, I don't let it play on my mind. I just know that if it's before me, it's meant to be overcome. And I just walk because I know in whatever way it's going to be overcome because it's in my nature to be victorious. So it sets me free. It sets me free. So you just, you're looking at your path and you're just going on into that path. And whatever is before you, if it's, it's a problem that you have in your life right now, whatever the problem, for some it's financial, for some it's health, it's meant to be overcome. I did a series on whole righteousness, works of righteousness, right? Hear that series where it talks about co-laboring with the Holy Spirit. And so, you know, this entire trip of mine was so new. Oh, goodness, like it was, I'll share about it, but imagine making, you don't have a reference point. That's the scary thing, right? When you don't have a reference point, like what is your reference point right now? When the whole world is acting in a certain way and now you just want to be different there. And now, could it be, I mean, everything up to question you, is this God, seriously? And that's when I have to remind myself, I cannot deny myself who I am. Okay, I'm a son. And now I just keep going ahead and I'm just going to walk and I'm just going to walk. And even as I'm not running away, I'm just overcoming everything, coming everything. I came on to a testament. Okay. My, my, how will you, how do you get a testimony? You went through a test and that test will question who you are. The only thing that a son, any problem, it only questions who you are. It questions everything in you. It comes to deny yourself. And so that's when you give up, that you are faithless. And then he shows up and says, but I remain faithful because I cannot deny myself, even though you have denied yourself. Denying yourself is not denying Christ. Denying yourself is denying who he says you are. And so you give up because you look at your circumstances and say, hey, 
there are symptoms and so I'm calling sick. Yeah, I, I denied myself. And then he remains faithful and says, but I cannot deny, it's not in my nature. Feeding of his faithfulness. Okay, and even as I've seen many people who just completely forget, stop worrying about it, they see that problem get fixed, the resurrection life. Going there, getting, getting, it, getting the job done. You're, you're feeding off, you're resting in his faithfulness. It's not about your faith anymore. Your faith died. And now it's such a life of rest when you know that it's, 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 it's when I am faithless. Yeah, he remains faithful. It's his faithfulness that I'm feeding off. And then you learn that you learn that it's <clears throat> the only thing I realized at this whole trip was I was thinking it was me, but then I realized it was all him. And that's what, right? Everything comes to question. It's your faith, your faith, or whatever, whatever. And then you, the, the truth is that you died. It's all Christ in you. And that's what I just realized. It's all, it's all Christ. And I'm just living off his faithfulness now. Okay. Uh, and it is so good. It's so good. Okay. Uh, look at this. For all the promises of God, find their rest. Find their yes in Christ. In him. Okay, it literally means it's in rest. All the promises of God find their yes in rest. Okay, that's why it says be diligent to enter that rest. Holding that position where everything coming at you, uh, okay, like certain things came my way where impulsively I would have done certain things because just it looks so scary around. And then at that point when I heard those things, I heard from people, I just had to calm myself down and said, but I'm a son and I'm not going to react like this to them. And that was me resting, like not taking that worry or not running after it. And even as I did that, I realized there was nothing. Now, had I done after it, maybe some money would have gone here and things like that, uh, you know, and I've lost some money, but I chose not to. I chose just to, just to not, uh, you know, get sucked into all the chaos that was happening. That's what it means to be set apart. You know, set apart when you say holy doesn't necessarily mean physical holiness. Sometimes when there's chaos also happening around and you're making yourself one with him, you're defiling yourself. You know that? Unholy. So holiness has got nothing to do with not having sex only. It has in every situation, you're setting yourself apart. It could be in a, 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 in a situation like this where chaos and everyone is doing things impulsively and then setting yourself apart and not getting sucked into the, the craziness around with you. And now you're, you're holy in that situation. You've set yourself apart in that place. Okay. And, um, so good, so good. You know, I just enjoyed my journey. Uh, <clears throat> let me read Hebrews 1, okay? I think I'm reading it from the Passion Translation. I'm not too sure. But I'm just going to read it, okay? Hebrews 1. God, having spoken to the fathers long ago in the voices and writings of... I think I'm reading Amplified, okay? God, having spoken to his fathers long ago, the voices and writings of the prophets in many separate revelations each of which set forth a portion of the truth and in many ways has in these last days spoken to us in the person of one who is by his character and nature, his son, namely Jesus. What is the saying? God in the previous times spoke through his prophets and everything. But today he's speaking through one voice. He's speaking through his son, Jesus, whom he appointed heir and lawful owner of all things, through whom also he created the universe. That is the universe as a space-time-matter continuum. The sun is the radiance and only expression of the glory of our divine and the exact representation and perfect imprint of his father's essence 
and upholding and maintaining and propelling all things, the entire physical and spiritual universe by his powerful word, carrying the universe along to its predetermined goal. When he himself and no other had by offering himself on the cross as a sacrifice for sin, accomplished purification from sins and established our freedom from guilt, he sat down, revealing his completed work at the right hand of the majesty on high, revealing his divine authority, having become as much superior to angels since he has inherited a more excellent and glorious name than they, that is, son, the name above all names. What is the name that he inherited? It says, son, the name above all names. For to which of the angels did the father ever say, you are my son? Today I have begotten you. I love that, that it says in the brackets, it says, today I have fathered you. Established you as a son with kingly dignity. Can you say that to yourself? You are my son. Today I have fathered you. You will learn to rest when you know that you're father. When you know that you're not fixing all things is because you are father. And who is your father? The one who made everything. The creator of the universe. And you think he's left you to solve that problem by yourself. Once you know your father of the same species, you can really hold a position. You won't dance around like the person next to you about any situation. Okay? Even as I realized, you know, there can be two people walking on the same path. But the inheritance of one person can be very different from the other. Facing the same problem, facing the same situations in front of you, you can have a very different inheritance from the person right next to you. One is a son, one isn't. One knows he's father, one doesn't. And the same situation, you can have two results. That's why I'm saying don't look at your right and left and judge your inheritance. Okay? Don't allow the devil to compare. Those voices come to make you look at someone else's path. Your path is tailor-made by the father for you. Don't judge timelines. Don't look at situations, your past or whatever. Forget all about it. Okay? All you know is if it's in front of you, it's meant to be overcome. And you overcome it through rest, not through fighting. Simply by resting, you'll see the word. You're co-laboring with that word. It'll work in you, but you'll see his faithfulness in that situation. And when you come out, you'll just find a, a little nugget about who you are. When I came back, I just found out who I was. Something I saw that I never knew before. It became alive in me. Okay, but I was so glad that I did it. Okay, because everything was around me crazy. It was just crazy. Okay, now the good thing would have been to just shut the door and not even go that journey or that path. But I chose to. And you know why I chose to? Because everything came to question me. It's not you. It's not God. And then I just had to, I cannot deny myself. I, I saw that if he can't deny himself, why am I denying myself? Because I'm one with it. And so I just, I was like, I'm not going to deny who I am. And I just went ahead with everything. And even as I just walked, everything began to bow down to who the sun is. Okay? We are living, you will see, it's, it's a rest knowing that you think it's your faith and then it's not. And then you learn to live off his faithfulness. And it's such a life of rest where you will see the promises. It's in that place where you're seeing all the promises of God becoming yes and amen. And guess what it is? Today, I have begotten you. 
when he's saying the same words to the son. Today I have fathered you. So the minute you are born again, you came into a kingdom and the father says, today I have fathered you. Today I get to be your father. That's my greatest joy. And will you allow yourself to feed off my faithfulness? Will you stop running after that problem so I can fix it and I can do something about it? And don't act like a human being because you're not a human, you're a son. Same species, God kinds. God don't run after things. Slaves run after things. Everything comes to God to fix it. How can you forget your position as a savior? The minute you begin to run after things, that means you need to be saved. But you are the very savior. That's why you hold your position. And even as you don't forget that, you realize everything is bowing down to the savior. Okay? <clears throat> you are my son. Today I have fathered you. Established you as a son with kingly dignity. And again, did he ever say to the angels, I shall be a father to him and he shall be a son to me. And when he again brings the firstborn, firstborn means the highest ranking son into the world, highest ranking son into the world. He says, and all the angels of God are to worship him. And concerning the angels, he says, who makes his angels winds and his ministering servants flames of fire to do his bidding. But about the son, the father says to him, your throne, O God, is forever and ever, and the scepter of your righteousness is the scepter of his kingdom. You have loved righteousness and have hated lawlessness. Everything in you loves righteousness. Everything in you hates evil. I don't have to tell people to hate sin. The minute I bring them into the kingdom, I don't tell them this is good, this is bad. I know they're a son. I just remind them who they are. Because it's in your nature, by default only you will not like those things. I spoke to somebody today, okay, who I, who I brought into the kingdom, whose life was very different. So this person went to Goa, had an awesome time, was among the same friends before. And the friends told this person, how are you so different now? You were so different last year. But what happened this year? She said, I don't know, I don't like only certain things. Now, I didn't have to tell her this is wrong, this is right. By default only, even if you want to, it's not. Because your nature has changed. You've got his nature in you. Everything in you, righteousness, what is the fear of the Lord? The fear of the Lord is in you right now. It's not towards God. Fear of the Lord is in you. And the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Everything in you will repel anything that is not of the kingdom. It, it, it's just by default. You might be there and you think you like it. And I'll just say like, yeah, go ahead, do it. And then you'll only realize you don't like it. I don't tell don't. It's sin or anything like that. No, you're a son. You only don't like it. Your nature has changed. You're one with the father. His righteousness is in you and is repelling all things. You have loved righteousness. That means I have loved righteousness and have hated lawlessness. Therefore, God, your God has anointed you with the oil of gladness above your companions. And you, Lord, laid the foundation of the earth in the beginning and the heavens are the works of your hands. They will perish, but you remain forever and ever, ever and ever. And they will all wear out like a garment. And like a robe, you will roll them up. Like a garment, they will be changed. But you are the same forever and your years will never end. But to which of the angels has the father ever said, sit at my right hand together with me in royal dignity until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet in triumphant con conquest. What did Jesus do? <laughs> the father, it says, Jesus went on the cross. 
he says, I finished the work that my father gave me to, to do. He went on the cross. It says that it was the father who raised Christ from the dead. Sits him at the right hand of the, right, on his right hand. And now the father says, now you sit at my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. It's a place of rest. And even as you learn to remain in that position, remain to feed off his faithfulness, you will see his faithfulness go on, on your behalf for you. All of those things are coming under your feet. Because you'll realize now you're taking up that attitude of a king. It's saying, with, with royal dignity, will you sit next to my hand? What does it mean by royal dignity? It means you do not forget your royalty. Gods don't run after problems. Slaves run after problems. Son of God means God, no? So if I, if I start running after something, that means I've lost my royal dignity. I've lost my position. I've taken on the position of a slave and now I'm running after the problem. So if I react, I cannot react the same way that other people react to certain things. And now constantly I have to separate myself, separate myself, separate myself. I went on the script on constant at every, at every, uh, at, uh, you know, at every opportunity, I had to remind myself, I had to separate myself in every conversation, in every, in every little thing, I have to just separate myself, but I'm just different because you're a son of God. And so your reaction, your inheritance is also different. Two people can be in a line and I'm telling you the inheritance is different. Same thing, same situation, but there's difference for you and there's difference for somebody else. You are a king and now you're waking up to kings. Then kings don't run. Kings just sit because they know they're a king. The servants will do the jobs. And I don't mean like people and things like that. I just mean it's a spiritual realm. The more you are plonking yourself and resting, you are feeding off his faithfulness. Your biggest rest is that today I have begotten you. You came into the kingdom and the father gets to say, today I have fathered you. Now, will you allow me to father you in all areas? And fathering means by just plonking and sitting, that it's a finished work. And now you're feeding off his faithfulness and you're seeing his faithfulness in all areas of your life. That's what David was saying. And that's what Psalm 91 is. So where is that place where no evil can touch me? And no accidents can also come to my house. And no, nothing can attack my family also. No help. It's a place of rest. He who sits in the place of the Most High. That means your dwelling is that habitation. And now all you're doing, all the, all the word tells you is, is hold your rest, labor to rest. That means in that moment, you don't act like you're a, forget you're a son. Even if you're faithless, he remains faithful in you. There were, there were moments when I forgot. I started reacting things. I lost some money because I reacted. Okay. And then everything came back to normal. Everything just came back and everything got perfected and everything got fit and everything. And I fed off his faithfulness. And simply what that made me do when I saw his faithfulness, it just reminded me who I am. And that I shouldn't have reacted in a certain way because my inheritance is different. It can happen to other people, but it can't happen to me. That's all it did. I came back to that position. You will feed off his faithfulness. Rest in his faithfulness to you. So don't try and go and run and try and fix it. The minute you enter the kingdom, today I have begotten you, I fathered you. And now you're in that, it's, it's like a bubble. You're living in that and it's called his faithfulness. And now I'm resting. And so you tell somebody <clears throat> you don't have faith or someone points out to your faith. Say, it's good that I'm not living by my faith. I'm feeding off his faithfulness in my life. 
my feet died at the cross. The minute I entered his kingdom, I'm, all I'm doing is living off his faithfulness and everything that he's doing. And so what a rest it is because you will see his faithfulness work on your behalf. Okay. When my mom had uh, was, got that report of cancer, uh, you know, I wasn't composed at all. Yeah, everything I did that, like I didn't send the prayer request, not only he did that, but even if I didn't do that, I was just like reckless and like just, I was crying also and everything and all. And then, uh, you know, I, I remember this promise that he had done when I, uh, when I got baptized and I've shared for just online viewers I'll share. Okay. So I was in the UK when I was getting baptized and uh, I was in a foreign land that none of my family was in the kingdom. Uh, and um, I had to sign a paper because I was of a different origin, you know, like a caste. So they made me sign a paper of why you want to get baptized and things. And Jesus had come in my dreams and told me about baptism. Okay. I didn't even know it was a Sunday. It was 5th September. All I knew was 5th September was to be a day. Like I wanted to celebrate it. Okay. And uh, I looked up the, the calendar and I said 5th September better be a Sunday because in this church they only do it on Sundays. And I looked up the calendar and 5th September was a Sunday. And so I remember that night I just, uh, it was Gabrielle with me who was on our oneness group who was sitting next to me at the time she came come into the kingdom. And I remember uh, filling up this form, uh, you know, I wrote my testimony down why I'm so excited. I wanted to dunk in some water. And Jesus came in my dreams that night and told me, do you know what you've signed? This is not just some ordinary paper. And so in that dream, he takes me. Now, this is what I saw. This is what I saw. And this is true for each one of you. In the dream, he says, let me show you what you've signed. This is not just some normal paper. Okay. And then he takes my hand and me and Gabrielle, we enter into a bubble. This huge bubble. And then we entered into this realm that even Bhavan talks about, right? Like Bhavan shared his testimony of how Jesus came into his dreams and he took him from one realm into another realm, from one kingdom into another kingdom. And he said in that kingdom, there were no worries. He had left his baggage behind. It's that place of rest. And so Jesus takes my hand and he says, let me show what you've signed. And then he takes me into this whole bubble. I enter a bubble. And then he says, this is Psalm 91. He was telling me now, this is your habitation. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High. It's your habitation. Now you live here. And so in that habitation, I saw, first time when the Bible says the word is alive, I saw it alive. So he was showing me Psalm 91, like a movie screen, it was going on. And I was seeing everything falling and this one building that was just two-story and it was just plonked solid. Nothing was shaking it. And I, 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 my father had just passed away during that time. So I was concerned about my family and things touching my family and you know, like nothing should happen to my family or my loved ones. And uh, I told Jesus, I said, you know, I said, of all the chaos that is all around, I said, nothing has happened to this building. It's so stead strong. He said, because the foundations of this building are strong. He told me that. And uh, I said, okay. And he said, this is what you've signed. I, and I told him, I said, I wish I could bring my family into this house. He said, that's what you've signed. He's saying, now you and your family live in, in this house. Okay. That means nothing could touch them. It's a rim that you've entered. Okay, and he, he was telling me, you live in this house now. Now, when something came to attack my mom, I was all scared and everything. And then I just saw the word play out for me. I just saw it. I just saw the word go and be alive. I saw him being faithful to his promises in me. And I saw the word be true to me. And then it was such a life of rest when I realized it, you know, when I am faithless, my father doesn't forget what I mean to him, that I am his beloved and nothing will touch me and my beloved. And that's what I mean by resting in your faithfulness. So I love it. I love to walk on water and he's teaching me. Okay. With those things that came to my body and he'll teach me like a son. Come on. Are you going to walk on water? It's not in your nature. And I call him with the Holy Spirit. And then when I feel like I'm faithless, I just see myself being father. 
and him, him being faithful. And I do not know what that place is, okay? And I do not want to look at my right and my left to people and choose not to do that. Why did other people not get it? But it is, if you're hearing me, it's your inheritance. That's all I know. You look to your right and to your left, but for you, it's your inheritance. It's not happening to you. It's like a rem that you came in. It's a bubble that you live in. <clears throat> it's a rem. It's called a father, you know. And now no evil in this place of rest, no evil can touch you. It's in that rest when nothing can touch you. Nothing is <clears throat> even showing up, you know. When my hair began to fall, you know what I did? I was running behind it. I just started getting so anxious and worried and just like running after this whole thing. I'd gone out of my rest and I saw some things like my hair was falling apart. And even as I just let go of those cares and I came back into that rest, it's like I came back home. I reminded myself that I'm father, that I don't have to act like other people. Other people will lose their hair, but I will not lose my hair. And I just began to rest. I forgot about that problem. I let go of that problem. I was holding on so tight. I saw resurrection life raise every follicle, everything in my hair come back. Guard your rest. That's why we labor to rest. You're in that rim. You're in that rim. And in this rim, you're feeding off his faithfulness. So just the way I saw my mom's report become negative. Okay. And I realized like I was crying and everything. But I remember that dream at that time when my mom, this had happened, you know. And you don't need a dream. The word is alive. Okay, it's there for everybody. But it was made alive to me and I realized that I live in a rim where it's all, I'm, feeding, I'm just feeding off his faithfulness. And the more you realize your father, you will stop worrying. Because just the way Jesus' whole life is father, <clears throat> it's tailor-made, it's a finished work. And now you're one with the same son. You become another son. He gets to father you. Your whole life is a finished work. You, you, you rest. You learn to rest and then you can be a life-giving spirit to somebody else when you're not running after your own problems, okay? The devil tries to throw you, throw things in your path and tries to get you to run after those things. So you'll never be a life-giving spirit to everybody, anybody else because you're pretty much trying to be a life-giving spirit to your own problem or trying to fix it. And you don't, your life is completely father. That means you're living off his faithfulness. So I can go and fix somebody else's. You know, this, this, this trip was so good in so many ways because it just, it made me realize my inheritance is so different. Okay. And uh, yeah, I, I, I love it that it happened in the beginning of the year because I saw something that God was doing. I think that the rest of the year that everyone is going to see things. And all I know is if you're listening, you're, you're, a, you're an overcomer because Christ is an overcomer. So sons don't run, sons confront. If I hadn't confronted it, I wouldn't have had the testimony that I'll share in some time. All I had to do was just when everything came to deny me who I am, to question who I am, I had to, <laughs> I just decided, you know, I'm not going to deny myself. He remains faithful, right? And so I'm just going to walk in. I'm just going to walk in. I'm just going to go ahead. I'm just going to go ahead. And then I just went, I just went. And I had so many things to over, to just so many things in front of me, so many things in front of me, okay? And I just, I, all I did was just confront it, just confront it. I didn't do anything. And who I am worked on my behalf, okay? That's what I'm telling you, you know, don't, anything that is, you're fearful of something, go confront it. Go confront it because it's a lie. It'll bow down to you. The, it, it's a lie. It's an exalted thought with a lot of emotions exalted in front of you. And so you go ahead, head on, and it will bow down to you. How will you know also 
How, how would I have known had I not gone only? It would have just been like, I realized just because I confronted it, I came back with a revelation of who I am. And today I know that other people can react differently. I, 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 I may not have to react like that. Your inheritance, I don't know where you are, where you will be also, your inheritance is that of a son. No matter which country, wherever you go. It'll always be your portion. Is not by the laws of the, the country. It's by the laws of the kingdom for you. And so those doors will supernaturally open for you and everything will happen because you're not living of this world. It became more alive to me then. I'm not of this world. I'm from another world. And my inheritance is just different. Okay? And so is your inheritance. You're feeding off his faithfulness. And it was such a rest. Like I saw the father's faithfulness go on my behalf. Like you're so faithful. It's even like, you know, sometimes you're wondering like, oh, let me take the word. Like, oh, where is it? And then I just, it was such a rest. Like I'm feeding off his faithfulness. And then later on, I just started enjoying it because I was reading it and I said, ah, there it is. That's, that's what I saw. That's what happened. That's what I saw. I was like, whoa, I am the way. You know, I'm going to talk about it later. But uh, <clears throat> you'll see it. It's who you are. The word and you are one. So that word is working out in you. Is working out in you. And now you're seeing it. Who you are. Resting in his faithfulness. Okay. So I want to, uh, this whole last year to every one of you, you have rested and seen his faithfulness. You saw all of his promises become yes and amen in your life, in every area. You saw yourself that you are my begotten son, my father's son. Okay. And even as the, a son means father, a son Without the son, there is no father. Without the father, there is no son. The fact that you say son means, and now you call him father. Now it's same species. You get to have a father. Okay? So whatever the problem is right now, uh, I'm just telling you that as a son, it's going to bow down to you. Okay? How do we confront health? Someone just messaged me. How do we confront health issues? Uh, I've already done this, uh, Sarita, on, uh, read the, uh, hear the series on untouchable. Uh, uh, that's specifically for divine health. So you're going to see that. Okay. Uh, I'm going to talk about that. Okay. Uh, or even a particles of his divine nature. Okay. Take on those things. Uh, all health and things like that. I, I'll talk about it. The, if a symptom comes on your body, we begin to run after it. You, you begin to deny yourself. It literally means denying who you are. Because now you begin to let the symptom tell you you are sick. You just took on an identity that the world gave. You chose not to look at what the father says. Okay, I just told you what it means when you are faithless. It means when you are unbelieving about who you are, I am faithful. I am still believing about who I am. And that's why the next verse says, because I can't deny myself. He cannot deny himself. That means he can't stop lying to himself. It's not in his nature to fall sick. He's God. And now you're one with him, but you keep denying yourself. You are faithless, but he remains faithful in you. So I'm giving you, you know, there are truths in the Bible, but you can go on to higher truths. Like there are truths that by his stripes I'm healed. And you can take that. But I like the truth that I'm a son. It's not my nature. Now, is it there in scripture as such? Yeah, there are bits and pieces here. I'm a new creation. I'm a thing. But it's like a revelation. It's not in my nature. I just take that rest. And then... Even if some symptoms show up, you know what I rest? I, I choose not to worry because I know that 
his resurrection life in me is giving life to my mortal body. And so I just go to sleep and I just say it. I speak it out sometimes. I cast that care. I've told you this. Untouchable is a series where I talk about two things that we do. One is stop taking that problem and running after it. So it says cast your care. Then it says when thoughts come, pull them down. You're supposed to do. There is an outworking. Pull those thoughts down. Bring them to the obedience of Christ in you. That means you're bringing it down, reminding, excuse me, I'm a son. And then it says to speak, use the sword of the spirit. So I, I do three things. I cast that care, then I pull that thought down sometimes, and I pull it down sometimes by speaking who I am. And then I keep doing it, and I just keep doing it, because everything comes to deny me, deny, and I just like, oh, oh, I push it. I, that means I'm holding my rest. No, everything is telling me your spirit. I'm, I'm, I'm teaching you how to not fall sick. Now, if you do, are in sickness, then there's an easy way out also. It's the same way. You get it, but it's trained, it's trained. And after some time, you're not even doing it because it's a knowing. It's alive in you. It's the word working in you. So I just, most of the times I'm ignoring things only. Okay. I'm speaking things who I am here and then it's, it, it's like now it's, it's, it's not in your nature. Okay. I must have done like some 10 COVID tests over and over and over, over again. You know, I just got fed up. I thought my nostril was becoming like this after some time because they, uh, they put it in there more so much. But, um, I'm just saying that, you know, and uh, then I realized uh, uh, it's, it's like you're living in a rest of like a feeding of his faithfulness. Okay. And it's like an outworking. So if now health is something that you're overcoming in that area and God is showing you that great, take on the identity scriptures, take on the sonship book, go on the one where it says about of divine health, his resurrection life is in you. And the more you're reading it, you're, you're waking up to who, not who you're becoming, who you already are. Take in the microcosm, those thoughts that are coming. The double-mindedness, you know, again, deny, he cannot deny himself. It means he cannot contradict himself. That means he's not double-minded about who he is. So he's saying, basically, you're saying that you're double-minded. You don't believe, but I am not double-minded about who I am. I cannot deny myself because justice and righteousness are my foundation. That's my habitation. My word and me is who I am. So he can't separate himself. So even with you and me, we are the word. You're born of the word. So even when you look at the word, your mind can deny yourself, but you know, you're, you're one with him regardless. So it's, that's why it says he who is born of God cannot sin. That word is true. Now in the flesh, it doesn't play out all the time, but he who is born of God cannot sin. It's not in your nature only. You don't want to, you have to be, I have to confuse you to make you do stupid things. I have to, I have to, I have to give you a double-minded mind. I have to make you contradict yourself. That's why I never, even if people are doing stupid things, I will never go and question them, their sonship. You're a son by blood. What you do is apart from that. You're a son by blood. You're a son by blood doing stupid things. And then the more I wake you up that you're a son by blood, you're just like him, righteousness, it's in your nature. You will realize it's actually your own life. Like this person has just come into the kingdom a few, few, few months ago. How does this person not have these desires to do anything anymore? Just went to the most parting place, went everywhere, was in with some other friends who were doing all these stupid things but just didn't want to. She said, no, I don't want to also. Didn't have a desire. It had nothing to do with sin, not sin. Because that's true. You're, you're born of the father. You're of royal dignity. So all I did in three months is just tell this person, she's a son, born of royal dignity, just like the father. And guess what happened? That person is like, yeah, man, I'm just like my father. It's not in my nature. It's walking in divine inheritance. You are feeding off his faithfulness. That's your inheritance. You're going to see his faithfulness is your habitation. 
you're living off. So anytime that thing comes to question you, your faith, even for this person, if your health issues and all now, you'll see his faithfulness work on your behalf. You'll see that promise, his resurrection life is giving light to my mortal body. Start resting in his faithfulness because he can't deny himself. And his resurrection life in you will get the job done. So stop stressing and trying to face the scripture sometimes, right? It becomes a work. And just enjoy the Father. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to feed off your faithfulness. I'm, that's it. I'm dwelling in your faithfulness. I'm, I'm learning to rest now in your faithfulness. And your resurrection life in me is just repelling all of those things out of me. I just thank you, Father. That's what you're doing. And it will, it, he will, because he cannot deny himself. Okay? Now, anytime you hear something, apply it. Apply it. I love doing that. I love doing it. I love applying things. Because then it won't become a, it won't become alive if you just hear it. Okay? You'll hear something and trust me now, the Holy Spirit will give you a situation. Now, for a son, it's a situation, right? But for some, for sheep, when the situation comes, they send a prayer request. And that's why you miss an opportunity for an outworking of your sonship. How will you know I'm the way if you never went only in something that needed to be the way? How will you, you will be posed with something. And now instead of sending a prayer request, that's when you now you're seeing your identity and you're looking at the world, you're, you're taking on a promise. So you're seeing something about who you are. And now you're just resting. Okay, this is who I am. And I learned to rest. I'm not denying myself in that. This is who I am. This is what the word says I am. Yeah, and this is who I am. Now everything comes to deny me. And that's when I just rest. No, I, I'm feeling of his faithfulness. This, this word in me that I just saw right now is going to be made alive. And this word is going to show itself faithful in my life. And even as I rest, I'm not going to worry about this, right? And this, you, you'll see that word go on your behalf. Now, how is it? And don't try your mind to process it. It's just going to happen for you within this week. It's going to happen for you within this month. You'll see it. Co-labor with the Holy Spirit. I didn't run to people. I didn't even run to mom to tell me what to do. And I love that my mom didn't try and be a solution maker. I had some people who called me up and told me like it just, you know, all the natural things, right? And that's when I had to remind myself, but, but I'm a son. Okay. And like my inheritance might be a little different. So I'm just going to take the plunge and just do something I've never done before. Okay. And that's what I did. And uh, trust me, I wouldn't be here if I didn't do that. Okay. So I want you to just walk. Don't look to your right and the left. You know why they put on the horse, no? So that they don't look when they're running in that race. So that they can head strong. They put on their eyes so that they don't look. So that they just go straight. They're running in their path. Don't look at your left and your right. Trust me, your life is so fathered. We get to have a father. And he's tailor-made my whole life for me. I will lose my joy. The devil only comes to make you lose your joy by making you look at your other, other people's race. If you learn to look at your own race and not around... Not, Outsmart the devil in that, right? Just look at your own path. Why? Forget why. It's here to be overcome. And you're just doing that. Trust me, everything is already tailor-made. You're not an orphan. And all the promises of God, if that desire is in you, it's been put by the Father. It's not God's desire and your desires. Is it my will, his will? It's all him. This journey was all his will only. But everything, because it looks so weird, it really looked like, seriously, it's, it's just God. Okay? But... You are the government above. It says the government came, right? In Isaiah, his government came. So there's also a government that you, we operate in. It's the kingdom. Okay, and that kingdom is, kingdom government is higher than any other government. 
Okay, you're operating in another realm. Okay, we're sons. And so you're feeding off his faithfulness. Learn to live knowing that you're loved, that you're fathered. And so the more you're waking in that, you realize your whole life is sorted. You're not worrying about things. When symptoms show up, oh, I'm father, I'm a son. It's not in my nature. You're going to sleep and stare tomorrow. You, you, you won't catch on to that problem trying to fix it and trying to get healed. You'll, you'll realize, oh, Holy Spirit, it's you. It's your resurrection life that's giving life to this mortal body. And you just keep on going, doing your work. Uh, you know, and you'll realize it's, it's there. It's working. Now, I can't teach this. I want you to experience it because I've seen this happen. Uh, a couple of months ago, I had some things, you know, extreme high temperature. And even as I went to sleep, my whole bed was hot. And everything came to tell me, you know what? And then, you know, at that point, what I did, I just said this. Your resurrection life in me is giving life to this mortal body. Then everything said, oh, you're switching off the fan means what you believe you're a son. I said, okay, it's going to switch off the fan. It didn't matter whether you take the medicine, don't take the medicine, don't allow it to question your sonship. I'm a son because the word says so. Not because I took the medicine, didn't take the medicine. That's stupid. Just silliness. I switched off the fan because I wanted to. I went to sleep. I said this word. So everything came to tell me. I just didn't say it. I, I just took it and I just said, your resurrection life in me is giving life to this body. And I, I thank you. That's not my faith. It's all you. And I just went to sleep. His faithfulness. I woke up in the morning. Everything gone. Everything gone. You learn to rest in his faithfulness. That his word is working on your behalf. You know, nothing, don't let anything question you whether you're a son or you're not a son. That's the, the lie from the devil. If a person dies, they didn't get healed, it doesn't mean they're not a son. They're a son who had some symptoms and they went on the other side and they're still a son. Don't let anything question your sonship. You're just here, you're walking your path. You're a son by blood. That's your foundation. Okay, and trust me, if... if you're, you're getting rooted in that. You're an untouchable. You learn to rest. After some time, it's easy. All, all those, the Psalm 91, everything is by default just happening in your life. Because the more you're waking up, all you're doing is just, you're running less. You're reacting less. You're less with your chats and less to give back. You're not out. You're not sort of doing everything. You're just calming yourself down. You, you, you're becoming more still. And that's what rest is. Okay? You'll stop worrying... You know, naturally, I stopped worrying in certain areas. Before I was. But now gradually, then I realized I was just waking up, right? And so the more I started realizing who I am, I just began to worry less. And so it was natural. So you can't psych worry away. That's why it talks about the one who's getting established in righteousness is far from oppression, right? So it's not a one-time thing, like one, how do you do it? No, it's an overall and you're hearing and you're hearing and you're hearing. And now what is happening after some time? What is happening over a period of one year with you? You just got more calmer. And then you saw certain things shift in your life. Because you just learned to rest. You were just waking up. So it's a, it's a journey. It's a process. I promise you, for the ones who are sick in your body, just, 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 just be with beloved. Just keep hearing. Just keep hearing. Don't try and get, try not to get the healing. I just want you to hear. And even as you're hearing, as you're hearing, trust me, everything is just like, is, push, is getting pushed out. It'll happen. It'll naturally happen. Okay? You're feeding off his faithfulness. Your, your biggest rest and my biggest rest that Jesus told me, my greatest revelation is that I get to have a father. You are my begotten son. I have fathered you today. And so even as I, I just know that I'm fathered, everything about your life is already fixed. Okay? You'll realize. You're not worrying. And now you're being a life-giving spirit. So uh, there's so many things I spoke about today. I don't 
Yeah, but it's all it, rest in his faithfulness. Okay, and it's not something that I want. You'll see it. I'm, I'm telling you, it's our habitation. His faithfulness is our habitation. It's like a realm we entered. Okay, so you'll see it. Uh, come on. Uh, so let's pray. Uh, let's give a spiritual tithe. A spiritual tithe is of all the revelation that you got today. We're just giving it, uh, you know, to Jesus and uh, he's just going to multiply that. Father, I just thank you to say this after me. Father, we thank you that we're sons in your kingdom. Jesus, you're my high priest. And right now, I offer you a spiritual tithe of all the increase that you've given to our souls. Of all the rest that has come to our souls. And we just worship you with it. And just worship him with it. Father, I just thank you that you're so real, that you call us sons, that the minute we came to you, that you plunked us into your rest, that now you get to be our father. And your greatest joy, your greatest joy is that you get to be our father. I thank you that in all areas that we see ourselves as orphans, that we see ourselves as slaves, you're bringing us back into the, your mind, into sonship, into knowing what our inheritance is, into, into resting like kings. That's what you're doing, Father. You're making us more still, knowing our inheritance. And even as we are becoming more still, more still, everything is getting added to us. I thank you. I thank you for this place that we live in. Holy Spirit, always remind us of our rest. Always remind us who we are. That we always hold this position of a king. I just thank you for your presence right now that is so strong. Your tangible presence. And I just speak your, your peace, spirit of rest to come upon right now over everyone in every area of their life. I thank you that it's our habitation, that it's our, it's our place of just that place of dominion, Father. I thank you for rest. In Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, yeah, amen. 